to please Perhaps I have such special needs I wondered what Sports Gods Pick Show. We got Ace, Ant, and Malik. What's going on, man? All right. Let's do this. Yes. Let's cap off the regular season here. And just to review our record from last week, which I'm very happy to do this week, I finished last week nine and seven, going four and one of my best bets. Anthony, Ant, as he's well known here, went four and 12 last week. Going against me, which was not so wise, going two and three in his best bets. Yeah, the coronavirus thing, 2020, all that bad stuff. <laughs> Texas finally got to him. And uh, Malik went six and ten and two and three in his best bets. And we lost our parlay because Miami did not cover, although Chicago and Baltimore did. So leading into this week, we have a lot of good matches because there's a lot of teams that are actually still playing for a playoff spot because they added an extra one this year. So it makes it a lot more interesting. But to recap the games from last week very quickly, I was very impressed by how the Chicago Bears played, even though they were playing a pretty trash team. Uh, I did not expect them to blow out the Jaguars and actually take the over. That was kind of shocking. 41 to 17 was more than enough to hit that over, which is 47. And also, Cincinnati Bengals coming through with the win and not just the cover was also kind of shocking. Although I thought eight points was too much, I didn't actually give them enough credit to actually be able to win that game. Dallas Cowboys coming through with a very big victory at home against the Philadelphia Eagles, giving themselves a chance to make the playoffs and covering a spread that I thought that they should. And the Seattle Seahawks finally coming through to be able to take their division down over the Rams forcing the Rams and also the Arizona Cardinals to have to play to get into the uh, playoffs here, making it a very interesting week 17. First time in a long time, actually, that most teams aren't resting players, unlike last season. So let's get right into it. Well, you forgot one thing, Ace. What's that? You forgot to thank the coronavirus, you know, protocols for the Browns. For the Browns, wow. the wide receivers for some reason. In fairness, in fairness, I think the Jets still would have won that game because he wasn't exactly hitting open receivers anyway. So it's not like had the starting receivers been there. Uh, it's not like Jarvis starting receivers there. would have gotten open. They didn't mm-hmm. get open. Those those guys did not get open. Mm-hmm. You, you, if you watch that game, those guys were not getting open. He did not have he did not have David NFL Njoku. caliber. David Njoku played, right? David Njoku is not that good. He is very good. He was their starting no, tight end in the past two seasons. And he's not been their starting tight end this season. It's actually been Austin Hooper. That's true. And Austin they got Hooper. From Atlanta. And Austin Hooper actually played well, and he did. He did play well in that game. Listen. But the Jets just did what the smart thing to do was, and they doubled Austin Hooper in the middle of the field so that he wouldn't be able to extend any plays. And, and Joku should have make, been able to get open. And then Joku didn't. <laughs> like nobody awesome. else got open in this on on that offense. I watched Man. that that entire game. It's. I'm not saying. Look, yeah, I'm not saying that they shouldn't. Isn't that good. <laughs> It's it was good enough to it was good enough. It's actually been yes. good. It's actually been good the last few weeks. Past so I'm not even I'm not going to give them I'm not going to you know trash them the entire the season. Time. The past five games of the season they've played they've played well. 
And it's like Makai Becton said, these guys are playing for their, like I, that link I dropped in the chat this week. These guys are playing for next season. They're worried about their jobs. Yeah, they don't care about who's the number one pick That's how any NFL team Every NFL team. That's what I've told this what I've told Jets fans that are all that are, that are crying about the Jet the team winning. Yeah. Like they like they're supposed to be thinking about Trevor Lawrence or they're supposed to be thinking about Justin Fields. Like 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 and as we're grown recording men, this. And that's like grown men this. going yeah. to work are supposed to consider themselves are supposed to be thinking about what the hell's gonna happen to them in April. <laughs> in a college <laughs> game. Well, no, you I mean if if you're an adult, you're planning ahead. But like you can't be worried about what college player is gonna come into the league next yeah. season. You're planning you're ahead for yourself. Right. Yeah. You're planning ahead for yourself. You're you're planning ahead as a personal yeah. Um, for your personal uh, goals. You're not planning ahead exactly. for the team. You find a job every year. That's right. true. So you want to show, you want to put the best tape possible on film and show the effort that you're giving and show I'm better than the teams that we're playing against, even if we're losing to them. Like that game they dropped to the Raiders. So the Jets really should have three wins this season. Now, normally they wouldn't have beaten Cleveland is what we're saying because the COVID situation, but Still, they probably would have covered getting 13 points last week, I believe it was, which was just absurd. Oh, no, I'm sorry. The Jets were getting nine and a half points at home to a Cleveland team. Yeah, to a Cleveland team that's shown, like, that they can't – they're not exactly efficient without uh, Odell Beckham Jr. on the pass offense. It actually goes back to my point I've been saying before – well, not to y'all guys, but to um, Jet, other Jet fans or whatever. On JetLife.com? No, no, no. It's actually it's basically how the team is built. If you're missing certain players, you're going to look bad. Yeah. They keep, and these these um national medias and everything like that. They're always talking about this quarterback's good, this quarterback is good, or whatever. It depends on the team and how they built around them. No, but that's but, but that's true though because if the quarterback has quality and he understands the playbook, he should be able to make it work. Right, but the thing is, there's only a, a few players out there that can actually do that with any any type of player. There's only a few. You got Rodgers, baby. You got Mahomes and. Paul Wilson and um, Russell Wilson, and that's really like that type of tier. So you don't think Lamar Jackson can go onto a different team and make it better? I don't think because the, the whole team has to be designed around him. That's the thing. Is like they did. They have to the, the coaching and players around him got to be designed a, a certain way. If you have a certain level of talent, you can make anything work. But I don't agree with football. I don't agree with that in football. I think football is football is the one sport where you can't just take a talent put them into a position, put them into a team. Right. And all of a sudden that team becomes exponentially better regardless of, regardless of the talent around them, well, especially about- because a quarterback can't play defense. Yeah. Quarterback can't play special teams. That's so if you, if you, if you took Aaron Rodgers and put him on the jets today, mm-hmm. that's, that's not a playoff team still. They're still not. Put, still- forget taking Aaron Rodgers off the jets. What if you put Sam Darnold on to the green Bay Packers and you just put, Aaron Rodgers on any other random team? Are the Green Bay Packers a thirteen-win team without Aaron Rodgers? No, but they're not. They're not a thirteen-win team without Aaron Rodgers. But they're still good enough to be a playoff team with Sam Darnold because the team around him is good enough. But those other three wins matter. What do you mean to who? To the Packers. Having Rodgers matters. They they matter. They he absolutely he matters. But he doesn't. He doesn't make a team. He doesn't take a team to. The, he he may win six games with the Jets. A good. That, no, if he's winning, if, if the exactly Jets have won point. two, if the Jets have won two, so you give him three three additional wins. But that that's, makes that makes the Jets three. That makes the Jets sixty percent better than what they are right now in terms of. It, it all comes back down to the same thing. The teams have to be built perfectly around each quarterback or whatever. Every he's got to be fitting perfectly. 
if you have enough talent in certain positions, it makes up for it at others. Hence why Chicago is playing well, no. because their running game is killing it, so it's helping everything else. They didn't all of a sudden become better. David Montgomery, for some reason, just decided to have the best four-game run of his life. And he had a good, he had, he has has, a good, he's had a good run. He's had 480 yards in four games. But you can't forget the five guys that's in front of him blocking them, too. I know. They're doing something different, and he's doing something different because Trubisky is just not turning the ball over. That's basically it. He's not turning the ball over and making the same throws he's always made. And it comes back to the same thing with the Browns, too. The Browns, the whole philosophy has changed from last year. Yeah. Yeah, they've become a better team on defense as well. All right. First game we have up is for Week 17 is the Minnesota Vikings at the Detroit Lions. Malik, do you want to take this one first? Sure. Um, Minnesota's giving seven here. Um, yeah. They are playing for. They're playing for a playoff for a playoff spot. Which the Vikings. Is, which is I'm sorry. Are they playing for playoffs? I'm trying to remember who what, what the playoff scenarios. I'm actually trying to pull up the playoff scenarios right now while we're talking oh, about this. All right, wait. I'll break down the playoff scenarios real quick. Okay, so in the NFC, the Chicago Bears are still playing for a playoff spot. The Dallas Cowboys are still playing for a playoff spot. The Eagles and the Washington football team can all still technically make it. The Saints and the Green Bay Packers are playing for the number one overall seed, which would give that team a bye. The Bears, the Rams, and the Cardinals are playing for the last three wildcard spots. The Minnesota Vikings are mathematically eliminated because Chicago won last week, so the worst right. Chicago can be is 8-8. Eight and eight. And I believe Minnesota has already lost 10 games or 9 games, so they can't possibly make it. They actually had uh, Steve Karnacki breaking it down on Sunday Night Football last week when uh, the New England Patriots were getting the business from the uh, Buffalo Bills. So they're out of it, and Vegas is out of it. So in the, And in the AFC, the Dolphins, the, the Dolphins, the Ravens, the Browns, and the Colts all are 10-5, and five, and something's got to give. So one of those teams, and Tennessee is also 10-5. and five. Tennessee wins, they win the division. Tennessee loses, and Indianapolis wins. Indianapolis wins the division, and Tennessee can actually fall all the way out. Tennessee has not guaranteed themselves a playoff spot. The tough part is Buffalo has won the division, but they can't win the number one seed, but they're playing Miami. So if Buffalo beats Miami, Miami's out of the playoffs. If Baltimore, Cleveland, and Indianapolis win, Tennessee would also stay in with the Miami loss. Right. That's true. Yeah. First game of the week is Minnesota Vikings at the Detroit Lions. The spread is minus seven, and the over-under is 54 and a half, 54 points. Malik, you're up first. Yeah, so after reviewing what Minnesota is playing for, neither, neither team is playing for anything in particular. Uh, Minnesota can finish with an 8-8 eight and eight record, and they can finish, um, you know, at a respectable – or sorry, 7-9 and nine record, and they can finish at a relatively respectable number for the season. Um, which I don't know what that really means for them as an organization. Uh, I don't know what it means for Kirk Cousins. Don't, wanna, don't know what it means for the rest of that offense, but this may very well be Kirk Cousins' last game um, as a member of the Minnesota Vikings. Um, don't know what this means for their head coach, um, Mike Zimmer, uh, as well. He's been there for a few years. They have not uh, reached the peak of their you know, expectations. And so this could, this could very well be you know, kind of the last game of, you know, the, this regime in Minnesota. Yeah. I definitely uh, know this is going to be the last game of whatever regime is 
been the interim regime in Detroit um, because unfortunately Daryl Bevel has not uh, wowed anybody to the point where I think that he is a shoe in to get hit, to get that interim tag taken off of him. And so, uh, you know, I know I picked Detroit last week to cover, not to, not necessarily to win, to cover the nine and a half points, but that was before all of the head coaches, all the coach, the entire coaching staff was, uh, uh, eliminated from the game due to COVID. And then Matt Stafford got injured, you know, well, yeah. uh, you know, partway into the first quarter and he was gone for the lot. entire game. So, you know, lines. that game just went, that just game, that game went off the rails really quickly. I think I'm going to say the same thing here. I don't think it's going to be a, be a huge blowout, but I think Minnesota covers. Well, Dalvin's Cook isn't playing just so you know. I don't think it matters. Um, okay. Alexander Madison or, you know, the combination of Madison and, and whomever's, Whoever else is going to be back there running the football should be fine. Uh, I don't know if Phelan's going to be playing. He's still, you know, got some money on his on his books. But even if he's not, Justin Jefferson should be should be out there. Should be pretty good. And the rest of the the Detroit defense is just really banged up. I mean, there's nobody in the secondary worth writing home about, and there is no reason to believe that they have any real shot of, you know, you know. Hopefully, you hope that they are able to, able to put up some respectable numbers, but you can't really expect that um, at this point. You know, they're just playing out the rest of the season. Stafford's definitely not going to play. Um, and so I'm going to go with Minnesota and I'm going to take the under here because I think that 54 is just a bit of a, a bit of a high number to, to grab. So give me give me Minnesota and the under and I'm actually going to put them in as my first best bet of the week. Oh, OK. Um, I'm going to take the Detroit Lions. I don't believe in Kirk Cousins. I think he needs Adam Thielen, and I think Dalvin Cook really makes a huge difference. And when he was hurt earlier in the season, they lost a lot of games to teams that they normally would have beaten. I don't think that the Lions are that great of a team, but and I'm definitely taking the under here. There's no way these teams teams are going to combine for more than 54 and a half points. Um, not that the you know the GM can get the Lions to lose, but them losing would actually give them a chance at drafting someone now to replace Stafford if they ever decide to move on from him and trade him for picks which I could not saying they would, but it might. Um, I could see them doing that move or, uh, you know, the Vikings aren't really playing for much either. And Zimmer is most likely to be fired or he's going to have, he's going to be on a very, very hot seat next season. He was the one who wanted to get Kirk Cousins. He agreed with the GM on that and kind of made it work, but then he traded away their best wide receiver. He drafted another one in Justin Jefferson, but that has not led to more wins this year considering they lost that game to the Bears about three weeks ago now or two weeks ago in week 15 that led to them being kind of knocked out of playoff contention and really giving it a tough shot. I'm going to take the Lions to win this one as they want to be able to actually stay on the team after their their head coach has been fired and they probably want to be here next year in the league and that'll get replaced. So I'm picking the Lions plus the seven. I think they just do enough just not to get blown out, keep it close, surprise us a little bit. And Adrian Peterson gives it one last hurrah because he this might actually be his last game in the NFL. So who knows what he might try to do? And yeah, I'm gonna go with Minnesota in this one, you know, under on this because um I already see that the Lions already had their little burst without their coach and stuff like that. But yeah, guys keep saying that Minnesota and the Lions have nothing to play for. I think Kirk Cousin has something to play for. He might actually make it interesting because he needs to get another job next year, even even if he's just gonna be a backup. Well, he'll he's have another job. It's just he needs a job. Be a starting job. Right. He he trying to he might try to get a starting job, but he's definitely gonna he's gonna try to be in the NFL. So I don't think he's just gonna lay down. This is gonna be the last tape that he puts out. I'm gonna put him in Minnesota for the win on here, but I'm gonna have it 
Oh, Minnesota and the other on this one. All right. Up next, we got the Cleveland Browns at home with the Pittsburgh Steelers coming to town. The Steelers have locked up the division with the win last week. That nice comeback victory against the Indianapolis Colts kind of surprised all of us. The Browns, because of this, are 10.5-point favorites because the Steelers are expected to rest most of their players. The over-under is 42. I'm going to take the over on that. Um, I think the Browns are going to go all out. I think the Browns are definitely going to win this game. But I don't know if they have enough to completely stop the Steelers' squad from scoring after seeing what the Jets' defense and the Jets' offense did against them last week. I am pretty confident the Browns are going to win, but I I mean, I want to take the Steelers to cover because I just don't think that they're going to – that their, their second rounders and their second stringers are just going to get run over by the Browns, although the Browns have everything to play for because without this win, they cannot actually get into the playoffs. If the Ravens – and if everybody else is at 10-5 and that just broke down in the AFC wins, that would actually knock the Browns out. So I think the Browns win. They just don't cover it. This is a very big spread. I, I think it's actually coming down to like nine, nine and a half. But even that being said, I'm still going to take the Steelers to cover here. Malik. Yep, I'm going to agree with you there. Um, I I think this game plays, I mean, division games tend to play close, and division games in this division specifically tend to play close as well. Um, both of these teams are well coached um, by, <clears throat> by, by their respective head coaches and will play, you know, a, I think they'll play a game that, meaningful from the standpoint of they like to knock each other out of out of their respective playoff opportunities and if pittsburgh has a chance um in this game to knock cleveland out of the ranks of the playoffs um they're gonna try it like they're gonna go after it it doesn't necessarily i know ben's not playing and i know they're gonna sit you know sit a bunch of guys because you know for health reasons but you know they're not gonna be playing to lose this game or they're not gonna be playing to not get blown out they're gonna be playing to try to win this game they're gonna be putting all the all the efforts forward to try to keep you know cleveland from uh from running over them and getting every get you know and and getting into the playoffs i still think cleveland will win and i think that i agree but this number at 10 and a half just looks way way too ominous for me for a pittsburgh team that's not as bad as they've been the last three weeks, not as good as they were in the first 11 weeks and not as bad as they've been the last three weeks They're somewhere in the middle. And because of that, I think the second stringers can keep it within 10. Yeah. John Connor's not going to play, but I think that this is going to give Benny Snell a chance to show what he can do. But I will say since 2002, the Steelers have the best record against any team in their division or any team in the league would be the Cleveland Browns who they're 35, 31, five and one since 2002 against this one team. Yeah, yeah. I'm going. Is is a sweep for me? Oh, for, uh, with me here. I'm going with Pittsburgh. I'm going with the under in this one. Pittsburgh does not want to see Cleveland in the playoffs. They don't want to see them the third time. Yeah, this is going to be the Mason Rudolph versus Miles Garrett um part two. But um, <laughs> I, I I I still don't see, <laughs> I still don't see them. I see them putting them away. We're here for it. They have they have to put them away because the thing is that they do not want to see them in the playoffs again. You that's one thing you don't want to have a team that's seen you two times already, see you for the third time in the playoffs in an elimination game. That's true because actually, as much as people say the Jets and the Patriots don't have a rivalry, the one time the Jets got past them was the third time they saw them. That's they correct. Them way back in 2010, 2009, something like that. Back in the glory day, the golden age. Back when no, but back when Brady was actually much, you know, a decade ago, and Brady was still in his 30s and not in his early 40s. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah so they're definitely going to learn in the history right there. They're going to try to put them away. Hopefully, exactly. 
these guys come to play, but I'm gonna go with the, I'm gonna go with this with Pittsburgh and the under in this one. All right. Yeah, I'll take the under as well. Um, I think this plays to a lower scoring game. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I mean, I mean, I'll take the over. I apologize. Over I'm taking the over here. Over 42. I could see it. I could see it. Yep. Um, I'm gonna go. Oh, next week. Next week. Next up, we have the Baltimore Ravens at the Cincinnati Bengals. The spread on this is holding steady at 13 because at 10, you would definitely want to take the Ravens, and at 14, you would definitely have to take the Cincinnati Bengals. It just seems way, 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 way too high of a spread to me, as well as the Bengals seem to be playing. I shouldn't say seem to be are playing. They beat the Houston Texans last week. The Ravens are playing for their lives right here, and there's nothing like this team had a bye last year. They are not going to go from having a bye to winning 10 games and not making the playoffs. If the Ravens win, they have their um, playoff destiny in their own hands. I'm pretty confident they're going to beat the Bengals. It's just can they blow them out like they did last week? And I think yes. I think the Baltimore Ravens are playing the best ball at the end of the year. They have gotten hot. They got into that shootout with the Cleveland Browns, and since then, they have been crushing it. With that said, I'm going to take the Ravens. I'm going to lay the 13 points. I know this is not what I usually do with home underdogs getting that much. I'm going to take the over. I think it's going to be a 41-14 to 14 or 41-21 game for the Baltimore Ravens, and they're going to be one of my first best bets of the week. And Yeah, I'm going to go the same, the same route as Baltimore and the over in this one. I could definitely see the same things that you've been saying. I could see them – Beating a mess out of um, Cleveland. I mean, Cincinnati over here, I don't really see anything, any way Cincinnati's going to actually come back and even put any type of um, fight to this. I know this is supposed to be um, a division game and stuff like that, but it's, it's nothing really for Cincinnati to really play for besides on um, pride. But I definitely see Baltimore winning this, and I can definitely see them blowing them out. Facts. I could see what Cincinnati's going to be playing for is their next best offensive lineman. And possibly Travis Etienne, who's coming out this season. Well, they need to trade. They need to trade with the Jets to get that. So, well, no, I think he's going to fall to them. But, and I mean, Malik, good. So the number is the only thing that's tough here for me. I think the Ravens win this game. Um, they won by fourteen, so they just would have barely covered this number last week against the Giants. Uh, they won that game 27-13. But before that, you're right, Ace. They've been playing the best football of their lives. Uh, they they dropped forty. On the Browns, dropped another 40, 47 on the Browns, dropped another 40 on the, on the Jaguars the following week. Um, and so they have been playing pretty much lights out um, since, um, since that last game against the Titans, uh, where, they, where they lost to the Titans. Um, they went a little bit of a, a little spell there where they lost like three of their last four, three or four, um, right before they went on this run. So they need this game, you're right. And this is a game that they should, you know, pretty easily win. Um, I think if, if there was a reason to, to you know, believe that the Cincinnati Bengals were going to be able to cover this, you'd be thinking that it's probably a, back, a backdoor cover where, you know, Baltimore's got this wrapped up and Lamar Jackson just kind of, you know, takes, takes some time off or, you know, doesn't, you know, he's take, take some time off at the end of the game. You know, the, the, the bench guys come in and they give, they give some other guys opportunities and you get a backdoor cover from Cincinnati. I don't see that happening. I think they're going to uh, – I think Baltimore is going to try to score as much and as often as possible, put this game away, and then just keep it, 
keep it going, run the clock out and uh, control things. So I'm going to take Baltimore and it looks like the over under here is 44. It's kind of oh, low for me. All I'm going to go with the over. This, I yeah. think. Well, I'm taking the over on this. I don't know about Ant. I'll speak for myself. I yeah, will I'm say, though. No, I'm taking the over too. Okay, we'll all take it over on this one. I will say, though, that I don't know how it works in the playoffs now because one of these wildcard teams has to have a home game, correct? Because mm. there's going to be two teams that didn't win the division that are playing someone who also didn't win the division. No, well, it's because three teams four... that win the division. It's going to be three teams that win the division and three wild t- three wildcard teams. Oh, and then so the seventh team is – right, the seventh team is the, has the bye week. Has the one bye week. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so that's already been locked up by Kansas City. Okay. Moving on, we got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers hosting the Atlanta Falcons. The over/under on this is fifty and a half, and the Bucks are laying seven points. Uh, is this a back-to-back week game playing the same team over and over again? No, the Atlanta Falcons played the Chiefs last week, gave them a very good game, and I think they're going to give the Tampa Bay Buccaneers a good game. I can't see the Bucks trying to rest too many people. They've already locked up a playoff spot, so they're not really playing. They can't actually win the division. So they're going on the road regardless. So them winning this game is just about them fine-tuning things on offense. So I think their starters are probably going to play the first two or three quarters, and they're going to pull them. The Atlanta Falcons are going to go all out because it's the last game they have, and they're probably going to try to win this. So I'm going to pick the Falcons here, plus seven, and the over. And. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Falcons as well, but I'm going to go with them in the under this one. Just like how you said they're going to be – Tampa Bay is going to be pulling their um, players in the second half. I believe the same thing. But I don't see that 50 and a half actually going through like that. Like, even though these teams like to score a lot or whatever, but for this game, this last game, I think it's going to be pull, the Tampa Bay is going to be pulling their players. Atlanta is going to actually win this. But I'm going to go with Atlanta and the under on this one. All right, Malik. You guys have no faith in Tampa, huh? <laughs> You know what? I, mean, I shouldn't pick against that, them last week. I just week. think they're just going to be resting their players. They're not going to. They, they don't really care about this game. Because last week I talked all that trash about how old they were, and then they came out and just laid waste to the Detroit Lions, and I was like, "Damn, clearly I was wrong." But now they don't actually have a reason to play because they locked up their playoff spot. So then they when don't. the game doesn't. Yeah, they got to rest their players and put them in game on yeah, their knees like, and stuff like it that. It doesn't you know? help them or hurt them. It, like it really doesn't. So you can play them for the, half and then sit them down. Yeah, it's not a positioning thing here for me. It's more of a it's more of a, you know, rust versus rest type of situation here. Yeah. You know, these guys are I mean, even though they are older, they're also, you know, still not completely in sync. Um, you know, things have just, you know, they're they're still they looked you know, in they, sync last week. I mean, and they they've they've looked in they've looked in sync in spurts. Like last week they were able last last week they got a lot of rest because they were able to bench. They were able to sit Tom Brady in the, in the second half of that game after the third quarter. Yeah. Um he was able to sit most of the most of the second half of that game. Um and you know, guys were able to get rest. So, you know, when they if the same opportunity goal. presents itself this week, yeah. great. But I actually think that the I don't think that the Atlanta Falcons have anything have anything to have, or have have a puncher's chance in this game. I mean, I think they I think they have they have a puncher's chance to win. I'm going to take Atlanta uh, and and give and, and take the seven just because again division matchup and Atlanta's at least playing has been playing better. Um, yeah. This is also a Raheem Morris uh, revenge game because <laughs> you know he was he was a head coach in Tampa for 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 some time um, and was 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 booted out of that situation. So um, I'll take Atlanta to at least cover the seven. 
um, assuming that you know Tom Brady will take a sit, will take a seat somewhere in the second half. But um, would not be surprised. This is not. I can't. I can't best bet this one because I would not be surprised as well if Tampa does exactly what they did against Detroit. Comes out, lays lays a twenty eight to to thirty one points in the first half against a, a you know paltry Atlanta defense, and then just holds just holds fort um, for a couple of other possessions in the second half and you know runs it out. So I'll take Atlanta. I'll take the seven, but I don't feel I don't feel that good about it. Well, I will say when these two teams played in Week fifteen. Uh, Tampa Bay beat them in Atlanta 31-27 with mm-hmm. less to play for. I just don't see them covering the same kind of spread or, you know, a bigger spread this time around. Matt but Ryan's playing for, I think, I think Matt Ryan's gone after this season, personally. Really? You think they're going to trade think, Matt I, Ryan? I think he might be gone after this season. He's got a huge, he's got a huge cap number. Um, they're going to be, repl- I, I think they're going to be replacing the head coach. Uh, I don't know that oh, Morris did. is going to get. Well, they're no, no, well, Raheem Morris is with me. I don't know that Raheem Morris is going to get the interim tag taken away. They're going to they're going to look in a new direction. I think I think it's I think the time for this Atlanta Falcons team has passed because this is a team that was in the playoffs and they lost this, in twenty sixteen, right? This is the team. Yeah, this yeah. is the team that choked away the Super Bowl. You know, three four years ago, like and they've still been running it back with the same group, just making small tweaks here and there. I think this is the opportunity for them to make a push and you know bring in a new quarterback. This might be, and don't don't be don't be surprised if you hear this. You're hearing this from me now. Oh. This could potentially be a landing spot for Matthew Stafford, Hot and I would not be surprised. And then you guys would be getting. Wait, Matt, Stafford's a free agent, or you think he's going to get traded? So wait, Stafford's there. Stafford's got a year or two, a year or two left on his deal. Um, he's probably not going to get an extension uh, into next year. And Stafford currently has a home in Georgia and went to the University of Georgia. He's from Georgia. Um, he's from he's from Texas, uh-huh. but um, yeah, he he resides in Georgia. You know, in the off season. And again, like I said, he he went to the University okay. of Georgia uh, for for college. So I would not be surprised if Atlanta were to pull some kind of a deal with Detroit, uh, maybe for a Ryan second or a third might round be going pick. Going back to New England, not back. Yeah, oh, uh, he yeah. Going to New England where he played college ball at BC, and and playing for New England or something like that. I would not I would not be surprised. It would not shock me at all if that happened. So um, you heard it here first, guys. What the lines? Right. I'm not trading in division in on the conference. That's why I'm wondering about that. I don't think that matters to them. Yeah. I mean, trading within the division, I get, but trading within the conference it shouldn't matter. It shouldn't matter all that much to them. They, they won't even play this team next year. Yeah. All right. Next up, we got the Buffalo Bills hosting the Miami Dolphins. Dolphins are getting three points, and the over-under is 42.5. Dolphins need to win this game to get in. They're one of the 10-5 and five teams in the AFC. Pulled out a miracle win last week to keep their playoff hopes alive. And I believe Tua Tagovailoa, is hurt, correct? So he's not going to be playing in this one. No, no, no it's Fitz. Uh, Fitzpatrick is on the COVID nineteen protocol. Oh, Fitz is on the okay. So no more Fitz magic. Yeah, he's not playing this week. Yeah, all uh, two or nothing. Wow. Well, prayers up for him because of his advanced stage. So uh, that was an amazing throw he made last week against the Raiders. I it love was. how because he just ruined John Gruden's season even more. Why well, I'm not <laughs> a fan of as it is. So. <laughs> I'm rooting for the Dolphins here to get in. It's been a minute since they've gotten in. And I I mean, I don't know if they're going to rest them, but I think the Bills are going to go out and try to win this game, especially because they're at home. And they're going to get a division game, and they're going to get a playoff game, maybe one or two at home, depending on how things play out in the playoffs. So 
I think I'm going to take the Bills here to cover, even though I want the Dolphins to win. I think the Bills are going to come out and win this game. There's no reason for them not to. Um, there's no reason for them to just rest everybody. I haven't heard about them having rash injuries on defense. Dolphins are playing well, but they're not playing that well. So I'm going to take the Bills here and knock another division rifle out. And it's only three points, so I'm going to take the Bills at home. And well, like I said before about um, you don't when it came with um Pittsburgh and um was it with Pittsburgh and Cleveland, you don't want to see a, another team that you a, a division rival. You don't want to see them a third time in the playoffs. So definitely Buffalo's going to go all out, but Buffalo is known to also stay players as well. So I wouldn't be surprised, even if it was last week, and it quite they did this before with the Jets. Just needed that win to get in. Buffalo still set their players and stuff like that. I wouldn't be surprised if it's the same thing happening over here again. But um, I can actually see Miami actually pulling this out. Miami's a little tough team, and they, they still have my favorite coach in there, so I'm going to go with him. And I'm going to go with this team. I'm going to go with Dol the Dolphins in this, and I'm going to go with them in the um, under in this. All right, Malik. Yeah, this is an interesting matchup because I still feel like my – I still feel like Buffalo – Buffalo doesn't have anything to play for statistically, but from a reputation perspective, they absolutely do. Um, they are greed. You know, they are clearly, you know, they're, they're, they're usually not, uh, you know, given the, the benefit of the doubt or the, the, the level of respect that, you know, other division winners have been, have been given um, going into this seat, going, going, going into this playoff run. And, you know, they're not trying to, this momentum is, this momentum is, should be very important to them. You know, um, remember they lost their first playoff game last year when they went into Houston. This by is an opportunity, lot. yeah, by, by, you know, by a fair margin. Um, and so to me, I, I think that they want to keep things rolling um, on the, on the right cylinders and this opportunity to bump Miami out at the same time, because if they don't, um, what, 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 what seed would Miami be? I'm thinking, what seed would Miami be if they, if they actually Miami's the number one wild card. So Miami, they'd play them. If they lose to them, they'd be coming back. To, no, if they lose to them, it depends on what happens in the Pittsburgh game because Pittsburgh and Buffalo are both 12 and three. So if Buffalo loses and Pittsburgh wins, then Miami's going to Pittsburgh and Baltimore, Cleveland, Indianapolis would have to figure out who wins and loses between that. But if Pittsburgh wins, right. Cleveland's out. So that would mean Baltimore would be going to Buffalo. And I don't think anybody in Buffalo wants to see the Baltimore Ravens week one of the playoffs. <laughs> no, not at all. But, and, and, and that's why I think that's why I think that Buffalo, you know, Buffalo wants to get this win. Buffalo should want to get this win, knock the Dolphins out. And, you know, yeah, a, and, a, what's that? No, I was going to say that's another good motivation to win the game. You don't want to yeah. go against the Ravens first round. Yeah. yeah, I think I think I think Miami wants to, Miami. I'm sorry, my, Buffalo wants to win this game, and you know, and, and and basically, you know, lay rest to this, lay rest to any any doubts about who they are and what they are, but also, um, you know, put some, you know, figure out the the playoff situation, playoff scenarios, and and if they can if they can do that by taking Miami out of the situation, out of the equation altogether, they will. So I'm going to go I'm with sorry. Buffalo. Would the best uh, wildcard team play the worst division winner? Yeah, but that first division winner would probably would be either Tennessee or Indianapolis. So Miami, if they win this game, they're going to go to Tennessee or Indianapolis. Right. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, Buffalo could still end up playing the Baltimore Ravens if Pittsburgh right. wins and they lose. Right. And so to me, that, that that's what I mean. Like to me, it's important for Buffalo to win this game. Buffalo does not want to lose this game. You don't want to, you know, 
back into the playoffs, and then you have a game against Baltimore. You got Baltimore coming in to your stadium the following week, potentially. They want to win this game. So they're going to go out and, you know, I didn't think they would beat the brakes off the Patriots the way that they did so handily. I thought that they would pull, I thought they would pull the reins back a little bit once they had a, you know, comfortable lead, but they did not. They went all for it uh, to take the Patriots out. I think they'll do exactly the same thing against Miami here and try oh. to take them out. So I'm going to take the, the Patriot game is a little bit different because that's just like 20 years of the same type of beatdown Bill Belichick used to give all the other Pretty much. division. But it, he used to stomp on them like that all and the time. Yeah, Lynn had no help, but yeah, but he didn't it's play it's great either. But it's still, to me, it's still for for Buffalo at least. It's still a divisional matchup, right? It's still it's still the type of you know none of these teams in the AFC East, and you know this as a Jet fan, none of these teams in the AFC East have have any. There's no love lost between any of these squads. Of course not. If they get the opportunity to beat that beat the brakes off of one another. They will do it because <laughs> it doesn't happen very often. And so of I think Buffalo. Not, they, Buffalo. The only reason I'm, the only reason I bring that up because Koi, when you see games where Tom Brady took Gronkowski and Gronkowski slams the football down for the touchdown and just keep on going it's up 50, oh. 50 to 3 you can't wait to get that get the same thing to them it's it's no it's definitely maddening and i'm sure that there's a there's a there's an extra level of uh you know motivation when you have the patriots coming into your house um to 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 just destroy them especially now but i think it's the same way with my i think it's the same way with anybody coming into an yeah. afc east east opponent and Buffalo's going to do exactly that. They're going to try to do that too. Miami. So I'm taking third, my I'm taking Buffalo in the over here. This would be their third playoff berth in a row, correct? Uh, no, Buffalo. Buffalo? No, second. No, second. Be back second. to back because be back Josh, back. yeah, Josh Allen's first year, and then the year before that they made the playoffs with uh, Tyrod Taylor. Right. All right. So before you move on, I like to make this. Um, I'm going to go. I'm still going to go with Miami and the under. Yeah, good. This is going to be my um lock of the week. The reason why is because I think um Buffalo's going to have a that high they had last week is going to come down a little bit. At home okay. against the Dolphins. At home against the Dolphins, and the Dolphins in, need in to win In 32 degree weather. I still think the Dolphins are going to win this. All right. Uh, we have the brawl for it all. We have the New England Patriots hosting the New York football Jets. <laughs> giving three points for... I guess Cam Newton's pride and uh, Adam Gase's job. I don't know because we know Bill Belichick ain't getting fired. Uh, <laughs> and I want to see what you got to say. The over under on this is 39 and a half, which is the lowest I think I've seen all season. They expect no points to be scored. So well, go ahead. Well, um, Adam Gase is already notified through the um, back channels that he's going to get fired already by Christopher Johnson already told him after this game. By back channels, you mean you've already been texting him? No. They, they actually had an office member that went out and actually said that, yeah, you're, you're behind this fire January 4th. So he's going to be gone. So the players are just basically fighting for their own jobs right now. So this can actually go in a back and forth game. But at the end of the day, this is Bill Belichick. He wants to win. He hates the Jets. But I'm going to go for my team. This is the first time I'm actually going to do this throughout this whole – for the beginning of this podcast since we started. I'm going with the Jets on this one. And I'm going with Jets on the under. Yeah. Okay. Impressive. Uh, Malik. So, I just want to say, oh, how the mighty have fallen, okay? The, <laughs> the New England Patriots are at home against a three, or sorry, a two-win team in the, two New, York, in the New York Jets. And the point spread two and is the team. home, is the, is like, the, it's, it's the home, Default. you know, 
default three points, which means that Vegas is saying that in actuality, these teams are evenly matched. And the only reason that we're giving New England anything is because they're in their own house. This is Which will what should have this is what this is what the entire NFL world was hoping for when the breakup of you know when when Yoko and and when when when, when, when Yoko and Sonny broke up. Like seriously, this is what they were this is what people wanted. Okay? When Sonny and Cher broke up, everybody looked and said, which side is gonna be better? This is we now know Tom Brady was Cher. <laughs> and, and and Bill Belichick was Sonny, and Sonny is clearly not 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 doing not doing too well. This I is like exactly what everybody this hoped more for. Is when Jay Z left Rockefeller Records, it's kind of more like that to keep it more current. Well, Jay Z left Rockefeller Records. He, he built he it up, piece, and then he, he took a piece of it with him. He took yeah. a piece of it with him. And, and Gronkowski's down in Tampa. Yeah, <laughs> well, don't, yeah, that's true. That is true too. Um, <laughs> I say all of that to say that this is. This feels like vindication. I'm going to watch this game. I don't particularly watch this game. I'm going to watch this game because it feels like uh, I, I want to watch it to see the vindication happen. I want to see the Jets go in there and either and either win the game outright, or um, you know, or cover cover the three. Right. Okay. I want to see the Jets do the same thing that Bills did with them last week. So, wow. I'm gonna tell, oh, and I would, and, and I don't even, I don't know, I don't know what the money line is here. I would love to see if the money line is good. I would put some money on the Jets just because I would, I would say this is probably, this is gonna be a fun game to watch, just to watch these two teams, you know, bludgeon each other. It's probably gonna be low scoring, and so I'm gonna take the Jets and I'm gonna go with the under here, um, just because I think it's gonna be a low scoring matchup. But for real, I, I, I Jets are plus one thirty-five. So yeah, so I just take it. Lose. I just I, you know put twenty bucks on that and see 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 what happens for you. Mm. Um, yeah, give me the Jets and, and I'll take the under here um, because I just I'm just so happy to see this. I'm just so happy to see that the Patriots are you know almost dead. They're no, they are dead. Wow. They're dead. They're dead. Well, they they the, can't make the playoffs. They're DOA. They're done. This is their first losing season since two thousand one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So like every day Pierre is always like, ah, well, ah, well, 2021. Boo. Let's move on next year, next year. Um, I'm picking the Pats. Um, I want to see Cam Newton get one more win before he gets run out of town. Uh, I like the fact that he was their quarterback all year and they really wanted to cheer for them, even though they never really did. They talked, they hyped him up. The first two games happened. They were like, yeah. And then it was all downhill from there as far as they were concerned. I want to see Cam Newton win. I want to see him get a job next year. Um, I'm not rooting for the New York Jets. I just wanted them to not be winless. They've won two games. That's one too many as far as I'm concerned. So I picked them the cover last week. I did not think they were going to win that game, but Brown's got no receivers apparently, and David Njoku's not as good as a player as I thought. And they can't just run the ball all week, all, all game, because, you know, teams kind of know how to stop one thing. So the Pats should be able to throw the ball a little bit better, and they should do better. Um, Jets receivers really have a lot to prove. Stephon Gilmore may or may not play. Guys are banged up. But I do know this. Everybody who's been on the Pats last year, the past couple of years, they do not want to lose to the Jets. So they're going to play like their head of hair is on fire, and they're going to come out and they're going to win this game. Pats, hot, Pats minus three in the over. Lock it take, in. Best bet. Okay, great. Hot take number two. Oh, you're going best bet with the Jets yet? Yeah, I'm going best bet with the Jets. Yeah, I'm like, going against them because – Frank I've been hitting my best bets against DC his too. best bets. <laughs> Frank Bush been playing good as a DC too, taking over for Greg Williams. 
Hot right. take number two here before we, before we jump off this game. Cam Newton will have a job next year. And Cam Newton, if, the, if this team does not draft a quarterback in the first round of the 2021 draft, Cam Newton will be the starting quarterback or at least the, one, of the, one of the guys in the quarterback room for the Washington football team. That will happen. You think he's going to come back to them? I think he's going back to what? I think Cam. He didn't. He's not. He never played them before. I'm sorry. I think he's, he's going to go play for Ron Rivera. I think he's going to go play for Ron Rivera for another season. That defense, the way that that defense is played, the way that that team is played, and the team around him. I think he. I think he goes there and has at least one to two good years because I think the Alex Smith experiment. It's been great. Um, maybe they keep him on. Maybe they keep him on as like you know, prime backup. But he's not. He's not going to be able to listen. If he could have um, played last week, they might have won. They they could have. I just think again. I think the way the way that Cam plays, yeah, the style the style that Cam plays. Ron, yeah, you know, Ron Rivera likes to play that style. Um, whatever beef the two of them may have, which I don't even know if they do have any, but whatever whatever situation the two of them may have, you know, they can they can you know figure that figure that piece out, because Washington still has to find out what their quarterback situation is going to be. You know, they invested so much in they invested a first round pick in Dwayne Haskins two years ago. It that situation is that situation is done is done. And if they don't have they don't seem to have a good, you know, they're not gonna get a good pick here. So they're not gonna they're not gonna be able to move the, move themselves up to get get one of the top, top quarterbacks in this draft in the first round. That's so true. if they pick somebody it'll be in the second round, but somebody could fall to them. Right. If they if they pick if they pick a quarterback who you expect to start, um, then great. But if not Cam Newton, Washington football team, you know, look for it. Look for it in the offseason. All right. Hey, police coming up with a whole lot of um, gems over here. Just Seriously. throwing out news. Throwing them out, man. Throwing them out. <laughs> Forget Clubhouse. This is where you need to be listening for football. <laughs> Dallas Cowboys at the New York football, the New Jersey football Giants. Oh, I'm Never see. forget. Never forget. <laughs> This team has been trash all year, and they continue to be trash. <laughs> and playing against one of their rivals, who if the Cowboys win this game and Washington has to lose, right? Or if the Cowboys and Washington fin- finish with the same record. Do oh, the, no, Cowboys the Cowboys just got to win. Cowboys just got to win in their end. Mm-hmm. Oh, this, this point spread is uh, the Cowboys are giving one and a half to the Giants in their own house. Um, I believe Daniel Jones, Daniel Fumble Jones is going to play. Is that correct? Yep. Yeah, that's okay. correct. He's going to play. Um, I will say this, uh, Slayton, that wide receiver, him and Shepard have been playing really well for Jones. Mm-hmm. They've been playing real well for the Giants. I see why they traded Odell. They did not use those picks well. Their defense has not really gotten any better. They had one good game against Seattle, and then I don't know where they went. <laughs> they got coached up for that one game, and then it just disappeared because they've been giving the points <laughs> left and right. And I'm genuinely shocked because I was like, where did this team come from? Um Andy Dalton has played well enough. He's not great, but he's 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 been the, you know, the six and a half he's always been. He's a solid six. He's a Cowboys ten if he can win this game. So I'm going to take the Cowboys and the over forty four and a half. This point point spread is one point five. I'm going to lock in the Cowboys as my third best bet of the week. And yeah, I'm definitely going to go with the Cowboys on this one. You know, I can't disappoint them. The Texans people that maybe be listening to this podcast right now. I'm sitting in here in San Antonio. I can't do it. And you know what? Uh, I want the New Jersey Giants to lose. You know, because they 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 can't back in on this one. I want the Cowboys to win. The Cowboys got a good team. I want to see them in the playoffs. So I'm gonna go. I just want to go with them. 
I want to see just cause else, just for all the crazy cowboy fans be like, we're not terrible. We're not terrible. Yeah, yeah I just want to hear that. So, so you know, I just want to see them. I just want to see the Cowboys in there. The Giants, Giants is going to be paying for it, but yeah, if you have to pick both one of these teams, I'm just going to pick with them because you know one of these teams they just going to lose in the first round anyway. But anyway, I'm going to go with the Cowboys, and they, and they get to host a playoff game, Malik. I can't believe that part. <laughs> yeah, so I, I've been saying probably since the beginning of the season, but definitely since we started this playoffs at the Cowboys, since we started this podcast that the Cowboys are the most talented team in this division. And with all of the with all of the ups and downs of this season happening, the Cowboys have, have actually played themselves into a spot where the best team, the most talented team in the division can actually win the division by just mm-hmm. winning a football game. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. Just go, just go out and win a football game and you win the division. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what better position should they, you know, should would you do what they love to find themselves in? And you're right. Andy Dalton is a six. He's somebody you date. He's not somebody you marry. <laughs> um, and so clearly, clearly they're not, you know, they're not locking, locking their, uh, you know, their trailer to him. But if he can, again, get another team to the playoffs, which he did so much so well in Cincinnati, and then lose a, lose a game. Yeah, that's, that's pretty at. much that's pretty much what we expect. So yeah, he's here for a good time, not for a long time. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, so I'll take Dallas as well. It's a clean sweep. I'll take Dallas in the over here. Um, I don't know what you guys selected for the over under on this one. So but I'm taking the over. I'm the taking over. the over. It's forty four and a half. If, yeah. if the Cowboys win, they're gonna they're gonna win. They're gonna try to put 30, 30 on them. Yep. Four or five touchdowns, easy. Yeah, I don't believe in the Giants. They're horribly built. I mean, Jones just fumbles so much, and their defense went goes like they had two great games, and then every other game's been like, "Yo, what are y'all doing? What are you calling? Like, what, what, what is this? Where is everybody? Where's the coverage?" And C.D. Lamb has actually turned out to be a very nice pick for the Cowboys. Well, hell yeah, he's he's a, he's a number one wide receiver playing as the number two. Yeah, they have two number one wide receivers, and they only got to pay one of them number one money. Mm-hmm. Uh, next very up, dangerous. Las Vegas Raiders visiting the Denver Broncos. Um, the Raiders are playing for, I guess, John Gruden's job, even though he has a 10-year contract. This is his third season, correct? Yeah, third season. Third in yeah, 10 yeah. years. And now he's yeah. still have that. He's going to have that job. 10-year, $100 million contract. Oh, trust me. This is the NFL. Anybody, and it's the Raiders. Anything can happen. Vegas can turn on you quick. And uh, he should know better than anybody. They're playing for the Denver <laughs> Broncos. Vic Fangio's playing for his job out there. There's a lot of talk about John Elway having to step down because he's wasted so many first-round draft picks on QBs, so this should be interesting. I think Drew Locke is a better quarterback than um, what's his name out there? I keep Mariota. Him. Mariota. Oh, no. Mariota's <laughs> going to play. It's not going to be... Uh, I believe so. I believe the last I heard Carr was, Carr was Carr's, out. Carr's still hurt. Well, you know what? They're playing a mile high. Mariota's playing for a starting spot. I think he's going to play well. I just don't think the rest of the Raiders are going to play well. I'm taking the Denver Broncos at home, getting two and a half points. Um, I think the Broncos have a lot to play for. I believe they have a better defense. I believe they just have a better team in general. Somehow the Raiders went from beating Kansas City to out of the playoffs in a matter of four weeks. It's rare that teams do that, but sometimes they just they just lose it. This is going to be under. The over-under on this is 51 and a half. I don't expect the Raiders to put up a lot of points, but I do expect the Broncos to cover. Give me the Broncos plus two and a half. Malik. Um, I think so. Yeah, it looks like looks like the last I read, um, uh, Derek Carr 
was he played on a <clears throat> he played on a, in a groin injury last week. So assume he's going to play again this this week. Um, if they had to go to Mar to to Mariota, I would absolutely be taking the Denver Broncos. Um, the fact that Carr maybe maybe still be able to suit up. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to take the Ra- Raiders here, um, and I'll give the two and a half points that they're that I'm giving here as well. Um, my thing here is. You said that John Gruden is playing. It might be coaching for his job. I think Derek Carr is playing for his job, um, either either yeah, at Las Vegas or somewhere right. else. No, 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 I think that's what I'm saying. If Derek Carr is playing, I think he's yeah. playing for his job. Uh, he played last week, and he didn't play a bad game last week. He threw 336 in a touchdown against Miami um, in, a, in a losing effort. With this, with they just lost. I mean, they didn't lose by much. They lost by one point in that game. And so if he's playing again this week, uh, even if he's playing, playing a little hurt, he's playing for his job. And so I definitely think he's going to be out there, you know, slinging it and trying to win one for, uh, for, for his coach, but also for himself, because, you know, his situation from a, from a, you know, <clears throat> from a quarterback perspective, from a quarterback perspective, his situation is up in the air. You know, there were questions about whether or not he was going to be the starter, even going into this season, um, which, you know, you know, he was able to quell for, for a year, but I don't see it happening again next year. You know, Mariota, has, is not, you know, Mariota is still a number two pick, still a former number two pick, has had success in this league. And is he under contract you know, next year with them? I believe so. I believe Man. he signed a three-year deal, a two or three-year deal with them. Mm. So if nothing else, the competition should be really open for these, for this, for this team. That pains me. That really <laughs> I mean, there should, there, should, there should be some competition um, to next, next season. If not, uh, Derek Carr just being outright either moved or, or let go. Um, to go to another team. So I would pick the Raiders here to close, close, close out the season with a victory against the Broncos. And I'm going to go with the, what is the over under? Here's 51. I'm going to go with the under uh, on this one. I'd like to point out that the Raiders are one of two teams this year who have given up 400 points and scored 400 points. Expect them to give up some more points this week. They're very the, average. The other team is the Tennessee Titans. And yeah, I'm gonna go with Denver in this one. I'm gonna go with Denver in the over. Um, for some reason, I, I quite yeah, but league is definitely right about Derek Carr. He's definitely playing for his job, but he might not even be there in the second half if he's actually playing. But I think yeah. Denver's gonna actually pull this out. They're gonna actually win, and they're gonna actually win this on this on this one. Um, also, just to let you know, right tackle um, Trent Brown's not gonna be in the game as well. He's, he's going to be out for the um for this game for the Raiders for the Raiders. So that, right. That's actually used a little bit of trouble on their line offensive line as well. But yeah, from where I see how this game's going to go, I think Denver's actually going to pull us out and make and get the win. And John Gruden is just going to move on because he has a ten year contract. He has the same stability. Derek Carr doesn't. He didn't draft Derek Carr, so why he's going to stay with him? That's true. I do think Drew Locke has been playing pretty well, and he's not. He may not be the answer they need, but he's playing. He's been playing well enough. And Melvin Gordon wants to, you know, put up some better numbers here and get a few more wins. So that's why I'm picking Denver. I just find them to be the better overall team right now. Next up, we got Arizona Cardinals playing for their playoff lives. This is a playoff matchup right here, basically. The Cardinals visiting the L.A. Rams. The Rams are the underdog somehow at home, getting three points because Jared Goff is not going to be playing. And the over-under is 40 and a half, so they expect this to be a very low-scoring game. I'm going to go first on this one. After the Rams lost 20-9 to nine to Seattle, and 
we still don't know how healthy um what's his name's gonna be Kyler Murray for Arizona. I find this to be kind of an interesting game as they're gonna be playing in an empty dome stadium in Allen LA, so the crowd won't really be a factor. It's really gonna be whether or not the Rams wanna make this push, try to get into the playoffs. The Rams are nine and six, the Cardinals are eight and seven. If the Cardinals lose, they're out. If the Rams lose, they can still make it, but they need help from the Bears. They need help from uh, the Cowboys, and they need help from what's the other team that they need to win? They need help from. I'll think my, when I remember it, I'll say it. But the Rams need help if they lose. I think this is an easy game for the Rams to win with just their defense alone. I, you know, I can see them actually covering this, getting the three points. I'm more on the Rams than I am on the Cardinals. Um, Nuke Hopkins is hurt, but he's definitely going to play. I like the Rams' defense. I like the Rams' offense well enough. I'd, I'd feel a little bit better if I knew Cooper Cup was going to play. And I think the backup for the Rams can't be any worse than Goff. And they'll probably take care of the ball. So I'm going to take the Rams on this one. Goff is out, yeah. But I don't know who the backup is, to be honest with you. But he can't be too much worse than, um, than what they've been working with all season. I believe it's John Wolford, and then they have Blake Bortles, who could still give you one good game. If you <laughs> it. But he's the third string. Yeah, yeah believe, it's gonna be Wolford. I believe Wolford's playing. Yeah, it's gonna be John Wolford, and that's the reason. And Cam Akers is healthy though, which helps. <clears throat> yeah. All right, Ant. What do you got to say then? I say John Wolford is the reason why you do not pick the Rams, especially when they, they had when they had golf. They lost to the Jets. Come on now. Kyler Murray's playing with a hamstring injury. Um, I'm still picking Arizona on this one. I'm still going with Kyler Murray, and Kyler Murray's going to win this. This okay. is the Cardinals all the way. I'm taking the Cardinals, and I'm taking the over in this one. They're going to win this, and they're going to beat the snot out of the Rams. There's all no right, way John Wolford is going to do anything. He's going to get picked off a couple of times. Maybe that's about it. All right. Malik. Yep. So, Ace, you were asking about you – were, you were questioning what the playoff scenario. So, basically – Basically, this is a, a win and you're in game. Yeah. If the Rams win, they are in. Yes. Um, if the Cardinals win, they are in. The Rams have a have have a potential no, to win. The even Cardinals if they, are if, in. If Chicago loses, if Chicago and the no Rams no no that's the other, it's the way it's the other way around. The Rams oh. are in. The Rams can lose and still get in if Chicago loses. Oh, I <clears> Cardinals with the Cardinals. If the Cardinals lose, the Rams are in. So that's why if the Cardinals lose, they don't they they can't get in at all. Got it. If the if the if the Cardinals lose, the Bears are in. So that's basically how it goes. So no Rams. So <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, like so, the Bears are in win or win or lose, whether if the Cardinals lose. So on, because because <laughs> I, I'm gonna I I I made the mistake of of you know you know siding with Jared Goff. I've told you how much I can't stand doing that. I don't like to do it. Now Jared Goff's not playing, so I don't even have to I don't even have to make He ruined my fantasy team one year because I drafted this guy. <laughs> wow, you drafted him? Yeah, about 2 years ago after they made the Super yeah. Bowl. I was like, "Oh, he's going to be the man." I was like, "Oh, yeah. no." Yeah, I, th- no, I think I think I drafted him in the league after he got his contract and I was like, "Oh, yeah, he's he's got his contract now. He's going to play out late out and he did not." Um, <laughs> I I think for I think for those reasons you you have to you have to lean a little bit towards Arizona um just 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 to you know figure out a way to win this game and get themselves into the playoffs even with a hamstring injury uh Kyler Murray played with a lower uh, lower extremity injury earlier in the season and while he wasn't running the ball 
you know, effectively, he was still able to throw the ball. And I mean, and that, that did, but unfortunately that did coincide with Arizona going on their losing streak, uh, you know, in the middle of the year. Um, so, you know, it's, it's a gamble here. I'm not putting this as a best bet or anything like that, mm-hmm. but I'll take, I will take Arizona to cover the three and I will play the under here. Um, the 40 and a half just seems like a little bit, a little bit high for a Rams team that I just don't think is going to have a lot of, a lot of uh, opportunity to score. So, well, I'm going to say this. The Rams have a seven-game winning streak against the Arizona Cardinals, who have not beaten them since 2016. So that makes me feel better about my pick. Um, John Warford, Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray. First of all, yeah. what has Kyler Murray done? What has John Warford done? <laughs> This is first start. Come on now. Actually, actually, you know what, Ace? I'm gonna flip that. I'm gonna flip that. I'm gonna go with the Rams because because you know what I said? I said I don't like picking. I don't like picking Jared Goff. I don't have to pick Jared Goff, so I can take the Rams and say that I still don't have to pick Jared Goff, and and I'm good with that. The Rams need to win this game. Did I pick the over? I mean the under. I'm going with Arizona in the under. It's not about that. And they're at home too, so I really do think that matters. And I they're paying a lot of money for this defense. I think it's gonna show up, and it's gonna really shut down the run. And that's going to make them very one-dimensional because they can definitely stop Kenny and Drake. No, no disrespect, but he didn't show all this in Miami. And is Aaron Donald still healthy? Yeah, he's still healthy. Okay, Leonard Floyd's playing, so he may. I mean, Leonard Floyd is likely to play. It's leaning towards that. He's been playing great for them, and I, I just, yeah, I see this working out for them. And they're getting three points at home. Arizona doesn't have defense either. I'm going to make this my lock of the week just because it is. Go right ahead. Tell me this, ahead. Who, who's, who's leading in sacks for Arizona right now without looking it up? Do you know? But the thing is that this you is John exactly. Warford. Exactly. That's my point. You don't know. But is the thing is that this is John Warford versus – this is John Warford's first game versus a team that actually wants to win, that needs they, to win to get they, in. They both need to win. They both need to win. You know, uh, L.A. is getting three, and – I think that I think that LA has the better defense here. I don't I don't think I'm playing the offenses here yeah. are, are to me are a wash because it's of the Hassan injuries. Reddick, actually, Hassan Reddick has 12 and a half sacks. Okay. As a linebacker for the Cardinals. I think the offenses here are a wash because of the injuries um, between the two, but yeah. the defenses here are I think that if you're going to lean the defense in in LA is a better defense overall and should should be able to contain, you know, whatever the offense uh, of Arizona is, you know, going to be bringing. And if, and if Hopkins is hurt, you know, Jalen Ramsey can play well against, you know, healthy Hopkins. If he's, if he's hurt, he's going to play even better. And that takes away half of the field for, for Kyler Murray, who's the also, Rams who also can't team. escape. So Rams beat this team in Arizona 38, well, how, how bad John 38, 28, December 6th. So, you know, John how, Wolford, you know how bad on Wolford is that he was on the jets and I didn't even know about it. Listen, they got Blake Bortles. <laughs> John, John Wofford may be Kurt Warner. You never know. Oh, the undrafted. So, so, yeah, right. Okay. You never know. You just got to win one game. He could be the John Kittner for this week, just coming in. Yeah. Just to let you know, he, like he came Wright. on the Jets. I didn't even know about this. Jets dropped him. Then he went to the Arizona Hot Shots before he came to the Rams. Hey. That you says know. more about you than it says about John Wofford, Anthony. I'm just, I'm just letting you know. that You didn't know he was on your team. That says more about you. No, it's just that that's what I didn't care about him. Who's the backup quarterback for the Jets right now? Oh, that's all. What's the name? Oh, Flacco. Joe, Joe Flacid. 
All right, moving on. We've all made our picks. Okay, yeah, let's go. You, you, got, the Rams, <laughs> you got the Cardinals. I think no one's taking the uh, under because this is 40 and a half on the over-under. So I think we're all – well, no, actually, I'm taking the over. I think you two are taking the under because you think – Yeah, I'm taking the under. Scoring. Yeah, Next up, idea. we got the Seattle Seahawks at the San Francisco 49ers. Um, I believe the Seahawks have locked up the division, so I don't know if they're going to rest. They cannot get the number one overall seed, but they have won 11 games, which is impressive for a team that I did not think was going to be able to win this division. Um, going out with another win and not resting too many people, I could see them playing most of this game. San Francisco is not really playing for a good uh, draft position because they're 6-19. and so they're going to be right in the mix with Dallas, Giants, Washington, Minnesota, and Detroit, and Carolina if they win or win or do not win. They'll be tied with a lot of teams, probably picking somewhere in the middle of the draft anyway. Uh, San Francisco's getting six and a half points. I expect them to cover. I expect Seattle to rest a lot of people. I don't know if they've been hurt or what, but their defense has been playing well. Uh, 49ers actually found it pretty good with their third string, C.J. Beathard. Beathard? I don't know how you say his name. Whatever. Beathard. Beathard. I'm taking the Niners. Give me the six and a half and the under. Over under is 46. Malik. Um, Yeah, I'll take the Niners here as well. Um, This is, you know, like you said, Seattle doesn't have anything to play for. I can see Russell Wilson playing maybe a quarter, maybe, maybe a couple of, maybe a couple of series and then taking the rest of the game off so that he's healthy and ready for the playoffs. Um, I believe Chris Carson is back and is playing, so that's you know that that bodes well for Seattle. I think they'll play, they'll play to you know to keep to keep the game honest, and you know obviously they don't want to lose the game um, going into the playoffs, but they don't they're not playing for anything. Like you said, um, so I think a lot of the guys, I mean Metcalf, Lockett, um, you know they'll they'll just they may play one or two series with the starters and then pull Greg everybody Olson out. Greg Olson is going to play this week though. Yeah, yeah, they're going to just pull they're gonna, they're going to start pulling people um, to get ready and get healthy for the playoffs. So. I'm going to take San Francisco here and, and the under as well. I just don't feel like this game is going to hit, uh, hit, that, hit that high number. All right, and Yeah, there's a sweep here with me. I'm going to take Seattle on the under in this one. I'm looking at it right now. They're, so, they're already showing players that might not play. To us? We both said we're taking San Francisco. Oh, my fault. Not San Francisco. I don't want to say Seattle. I'm sorry, San Francisco. I don't know where I was going with that one. Don't mind me. I was looking at with I'm looking at the stuff with Seattle that they pulling players and stuff like that. That's what I really meant to say. Sorry about that. Okay, I'm but I'm definitely thinking San Francisco in the under this one. <laughs> I just wanted to be like, like, are you being contrarian or are you just not listening? You're like, that's no, no, no. no. I was listening to y'all guys, Seattle. but at the same time, I was looking at um Seattle gotcha. pulling some players and stuff like that. Okay, okay. That's the reason why I'm going with San Francisco in the under this one. All right, back on the rails here. We got Doing too much uh, research at the, the same national time. game of the week on Fox. The Green Bay Packers and the Chicago Bears. They moved this game to four o'clock in Central Time Zone, so they flexed it so everybody could watch this because whoever wins this game gets into the playoffs. And they did that for the morning for the two morning games, one afternoon. Oh no, two afternoon games unless the Rams are playing in the afternoon. So the Cardinals and the Rams, and the Bears and the Packers are going to be playing at the same time, and then Washington. We'll have to be waiting and watching on Sunday Night Football to see what happens with the Cowboys-Giants game. Add a lot of extra drama to these teams as they're going to the stadium, probably looking at their phones, checking to see what the scores are of the other games, to see what they got to take care of. The Bears are at home. They're getting four and a half points. The over-under is 50 and a half, which I guess they just don't expect the defenses to play very well. Um, nobody on the Bears' defense is going to be sitting out. 
as far as I know, there's a couple people that may not play on the offense. Cole Komet is still hurt. Jimmy Graham had two touchdowns last week. I expect them to use him a lot more. Uh, he's been very helpful for the Bears this year, getting touchdown after touchdown, but he's not racking up a lot of yards. It appears Devontae Adams is definitely going to play. This team could lock up the number one seed if the New Orleans Saints lose, which I find unlikely, being as they're playing Carolina. I don't see the Green Bay Packers wanting to sit anyone, and I know Rodgers would love nothing more than to beat the Green Chicago Bears again to keep them top of the playoffs. I, I'm taking my Bears just because I have faith that I think that they can cover this and keep this close. Devontae Adams has been playing amazing football the past half of the season. Pretty much three years. The past three years, he's been playing amazing football. I mean, aside from the games That's he got it. hurt this year, he's been he's like just just all out. He's had 16 TDs so far this season. If the Bears let him only score one touchdown, that would actually be a win for this game. Um, keep him and the running game in check. The Green Bay Packers have actually found one. Chicago can stop the running game. I think they can win this game. David Montgomery, prayers up to you, sir. Have a happy 2021. Let's get this win. Chicago, plus four and a half, and the under. Malik. So <clears throat> Green Bay's playing for home field advantage. So this is a an important game for them. Um, so this is not a... Because if the Saints win, the Saints get it. Well, no. So what I'm reading here is the Saints Saints clinch home field with a win plus a Green Bay loss and a Seattle win. Green Bay's 12-3 and and the Saints are, yeah. So they're playing at the same time so that they don't, yeah. Right. So the so the Packers the Packers want to win this game. Um, obviously, they want to get that that bye week, and they want to get you know that home field advantage to to make 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 the entire playoffs go through Lambeau, um, <clears throat> and get them to, to give them the best opportunity to win uh, to get to the Super Bowl. So, uh, I'm going to pick the Packers here just because they have been playing at a level that you know they've been playing at a high, really really high level. And they are, they have something to play for. If this, if they had anything clinched up, anything locked up other than the division and they had nothing to play for, I would absolutely be picking the bears here. Um, but because the Packers have something to play for, because, you know, Rogers and, and the, and the squad know that, you know, you don't want to let this bears team into the playoffs. If you, if you can stop them from getting into the playoffs with that defense um, and, and just like the, that defense and how David Montgomery has been playing, um, you, you do whatever you can to, to, to make sure that that does not happen. And so the Packers, you know, get this, get this win, clinch home field advantage, make, the, make everything go through, through Green Bay. I think that's, more, that's enough motivation for them to go ahead into Chicago and pull this out. So I'm going to take the Packers and I'll take the over here. I would just like to add, this was the game where Trubisky came back. He threw two picks, but he threw three touchdowns. Montgomery had 103 yards on 11 carries. And this is when the Packers finally changed up who their uh, running back was going to be from Jamal Williams to Aaron Jones and the rookie who they finally started playing last week, who they should have been playing all year out of uh, BC, who's just been crushing it the past two games for them. And go ahead. I just want to make sure if the Packers win, the Bears are out, right? Not necessarily. If the, no. if if the, the Bears lose and also the Cardinals lose, then the Bears, then are, the Bears in. are in. So the Cardinals, oh, okay. so if the Rams win, there's nothing the Bears need to do. Winning would just be, you know, not limping in an eight and eight. But by the time this game is played, they don't know if the, their situation. Actually, no. I think, they're both playing, I think they're both playing at the same time. I think they're scheduled at the same time because that's a West Coast game. So yeah, mm-hmm. both games start at four twenty-five because they're playing in LA, and then the Bears got moved to four o'clock, I believe. That's scary as a player. I wouldn't yeah. want to be in that situation. Yeah, both, yeah, both moved, games are playing at four twenty-five. 
Yeah, so the so the teams don't know ahead of time like whether or not we're in the playoffs. So the league did that to make sure that there's more drama for the fans yeah. and for the players. Definitely more drama. It's definitely hard to pick on this one, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Green Bay in this one. Sorry, Ace. That's I, okay. I'm gonna go the same thing with Malik, um, Green Bay in the over in this one. I can't see Aaron Rodgers. Not only that, he wants to prove to his own organization that he shouldn't draft this guy. You know, to be my replacement. I'm gonna keep on showing why I'm the quite. I'm the franchise quarterback. I can see them. I, I don't trust Trubisky. I don't trust the Bears to win this. Even though the Bears did did do lights out last week, I, I have to admit on that one, I was wrong on I mean, that we were, one. We were playing Jacksonville. I mean, right, but yeah, that's the difference. This is Jacksonville. This is Green Bay. Green Bay, had, even though they won't know it until it's time, they they have a chance to actually right the ship of putting Chicago in that place where they have to hope that certain things happen just so they can get in. And I just like I've been saying about these other teams. Yeah. They do not want to play a team in their division for the third time in a row. So well, the best be thing you're going to do is get rid of them. They won't be playing us. Uh, the Green Bay Packers will be getting a bye if they win this game. Right, but the thing is that you don't want them to, the, the Bears to even end up anywhere near them. Hmm. If, if I'm Green Bay, I'm trying to get rid of them. So, I hear you on that. All right. Next up, we have the Tennessee Titans playing for their division lives against the Houston Texans. They're going to be playing in Houston. Houston's getting seven and a half. The over-under is 56. They probably expect Tennessee to blow them out, as I expect Tennessee to blow them out. Um, Tennessee is the much better team. Tennessee has given up 400 points, but they have also scored 400 points. I'm honestly surprised they haven't locked this up sooner. This is a 10-win team. They lost to the Packers last week by a ton, 40-14. to 14. They were not playing very well in a very cold-weather game but they're not a cold-weather team. Them going to Houston, which is a dome stadium, there will actually be some fans there, but I don't think that'll matter. Texans are playing hard, but they're just not playing very well. I'm taking the Titans to win and to cover. Give me the Titans and the under. Uh, Titans are going to win this game. I don't know, 35-14 Titans. And Yeah, I'm going to go with Titans and the under as well. Houston is definitely going to be a good team, but not this year. And the Titans definitely going to um, Titans definitely got their team together. They know their formula. They know how to put teams in submission and stuff like that. I don't see Houston coming out and pulling pulling a win on this one. So I'm gonna definitely going to go, especially with a couple of things that you were saying. I'm definitely going to go with Titans and the under in this one as well. I'm going to make this my lock of the week. And the Texans are looking for a new coach, and I think they're kind of a directionless team. JJ Watt gave that passion speech last week about guys not showing up and guys not playing and. Maybe they're going through the motions and they're just thinking about other things aside from football, but I think the Titans are focused and they're going to win this. Malik. I think the Titans will win, but I'm going to take the points here. Um, I think the seven and a half is a bit of a, a bit high for, for this divisional game. Um, you're right. I think the Titans, although I think the Titans are built to be a cold weather team. I don't think that they have a cold weather quarterback um, and they're not built. And the other thing is they're not built to win from when coming from behind um they they lean heavily on derrick henry in that running game and if they have to they have to you know come from behind that's where we see them them having struggles um and i think that's i don't think it's going to happen here i think they're going they're going to maintain a comfortable lead but I, I i see enough in what the tennessee titans have been unable to accomplish on defense and i believe enough in what Deshaun Watson and the Houston Texans will be able to do on offense to keep this game relatively close um, and keep it within within six points. So I'm going to take Houston 
And I'm actually going to take the over here. Uh, I think this game gets, gets, gets high. I think this game gets in the 30s for both sides. And we see something like 36-31. Um, uh, 36-31 Tennessee. All right. Next up, we have the Indianapolis Colts hosting the Jacksonville Jaguars. This is the first game that the Jaguars won and the last game that the Jaguars won. Jaguars <laughs> are getting 14 points on the road. They actually won this game by seven beginning of the year. And I don't think they can win this game, but I'm very confident that they can cover. The Colts have proven to give up leads late in the games to good teams, to bad teams. And the fact that they've lost to a team that's lost 15 games lets me know that they not they may not be playing their best ball. The Jacksonville Jaguars don't always play well, but they usually keep it close. And 14 points is a lot. Although last week that wouldn't have been enough because they lost 17 to 41. I'm going to take the Jacksonville Jaguars and expect them to keep it close. These guys are playing to stay in the NFL, even though they have a lot of rookies. I like their wide receivers. I like Gardner Minshew. And if he does not play well, he may not be in the NFL next year because they're clearly moving on from him with either Justin Fields or Trevor Lawrence, no matter the outcome of the college football playoff, which is currently going on as we speak. I'm taking the Jaguars plus the 14. It's too much to pass up and give me the over which is 49 and a half. And I'm Tim Dake Jacksonville as one of my locks of the week. And I'm going with Indianapolis on the under in this one. Jacksonville is dead in the water. They're not, they're not doing nothing. They already locked up the first round, the first pick of the draft. They, even their own mayor is like, thank you very much. You know, we're going for the first pick in the draft. Players, yes, the players want to win. But it doesn't but matter if they win. Even if they win, they still get the first pick in the draft, right? Yeah, no matter what. Okay. Right. So they're going to win. Yeah, so they're not really they, 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 they're not gonna really win. They, they have no the players might actually have jobs and stuff like that to play for, but I still see Indianapolis locking this up. There's no way Jacksonville is gonna win this one, and I doubt they're gonna be scoring enough points just to make that 49 and a half. So I'm gonna go with Indianapolis and the other in this one. Although James Robinson won't be playing, even though he made it to a thousand yards and was an undrafted rookie free agent. Yeah. Ahead, Malik. So Jacksonville's in a dome here. Um, they're you know, obviously not going to be dealing with, the, with, with any kind of element situation. Um, and because of that, I'm going to take them. I'm going to roll with UAs here, and I'm going to put them in as my lock, one of my locks as well. 14 points is a lot to give. Jacksonville's been able to cover big spreads so far this season. Um, whether or not they've won games has been, has, been, has been up and down. They have not won any games, but they've definitely covered spreads. So I think that that's going to be a possibility here for them. Um, I don't see a reason that Indianapolis, you know, loses the game, but I definitely see them figuring out a way to, you know, keep this game close and win ugly, um, which seems to be something that they are, you know, they're perfectly fine with doing. Uh, and the Colts have, you know, some, have, have some things that have to happen. Obviously they have to win um, in order to get into the playoffs, but they also need one of Tennessee, Baltimore, Cleveland, or Miami to lose um, in order for them to get in. So again, you know, they need, you know, there's a, a few different ways, a few different avenues for them to get into the playoffs. But first things first, they have to win this game. I think they will do that, um, but it's going to be tough um, because so Jacksonville's going to play hard. So if the Colts win and every other 10 and the 5 team wins, the Colts are out. Yes. Yeah. And if the Colts, if the Colts win – I'm sorry, if the Colts, Colts lose, win, yeah. Tennessee clinches the, clinches the South. If the Colts win and Tennessee loses, then the Colts clinch the South and Tennessee is out. Ooh. So, um, you know. A lot of implications the, in the end. Right, but the Colts can still get in. As long as they win, they can still get in 
if either Tennessee, Baltimore, Cleveland, or Miami lose. That'd be a lot of good matchups this week. Matches this week. But yeah, we got so there's six games. There's six games basically that that are going to decide who's made, making it into the playoffs, all because of that extra playoff spot. So it's smart to expand the playoffs. Take are they going to keep it this football. way? <laughs> are they going to keep it this way? Uh, I, I believe so. so. Because they're adding another game next year, and they're basically like getting rid of the preseason. Yeah. Or at least cutting it down by two games. So the preseason is going to be like two games. And the NFL season is going to be 18 games. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, this is, this was, this is clearly an experiment. This is clearly an experiment to see how it was going to go. But the, I think the fact that, you know, we're at, we're at week 17, which is usually a dull week for the NFL. And we're all tuned in, we're all tuned in because there's a lot of playoff implications um, that, that, are being, that are being figured out uh, with yeah. these games. So it's going to be important. So, yes, yeah, it's definitely good. Uh, yeah, I'm taking Jackson. I'm going to go with the over as well. All right. Next up, we got the New Orleans Saints at the Carolina Panthers. Panthers again, seven points. The over/under is forty-seven and a half. We're gonna make this very quick. Ted Bridgewater is having a good season, but just not good enough. I don't believe uh, Christian McCaffrey is gonna come back this game. I don't think they're trying to let him, even though he wants to play. The Saints need to get this to get that week off, and they definitely need it. Unfortunate problem is, I just found out before this breaking breaking news that their star running back Alvin Kamara hasn't landed on the COVID-19 list, so he will not be playing this week. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. So I want to pick the Saints. I think the spread actually might be coming down a little bit, considering that Michael Thomas is also out. And I don't know how good Latavius Murray can be, but he has been pretty solid. He just isn't as explosive as Murray, as um, Alvin Kamara, who had six touchdowns last week, should have had seven. But the Saints can definitely win this game, and they can definitely cover so even if this drops down a little bit, I will take it right here at seven, and I'm going to take the Saints. This is going to be my, I believe it's my fourth or fifth lock of the week, and I'm going to take the over because the over-under on this is 47.5, and I believe that's low. Malik? Yep, so you know I'm taking the Saints here as well. Um, I'm definitely feeling like the Saints, um, like you said, they need this win in order to keep 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 things, you know, keep an opp- the opportunity for them to get that number one seed. And now with Kamara coming up with the with the COVID situation, it's actually going to be even better for them because you know if he has an additional week, they don't have to, they don't have to play, um, and he's got another week you know exactly. off to to get back to full strength. Um, that would be helpful. So obviously they need to win, um, and then they need a Green Bay loss um, in order for them to get things tied up and potentially both of those things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, um, actually, they need a Green Bay they. The Saints need to win, but they also need a Green Bay loss, and they need a Seattle win. Um, so Seattle have to win. Really? I don't really know. Um, maybe it's because of who Seattle's. Well, Seattle plays San Francisco. Yeah, because I'm seeing what I'm seeing is they get the yeah. If Green Bay wins and Seattle and, and Green Bay lose, Green Bay right. Green Bay loses, Seattle wins, and the Saints win. Then uh, Green Bay. I'm sorry. Then Saints. Saints clinch. That's um, interesting. So if Seattle loses, but New Orleans wins and Green Bay loses, Green Bay still has to buy. No, no. If if New Orleans wins, Green, Green Bay, Bay loses, loses, and Seattle wins, what if Seattle doesn't Saints win? Get, Saints get the buy. What um, if Seattle loses and the other two things happen, and the Saints win and the Green Bay loses? It's. It looks like then they would have the, they would have an equal record. Yeah. Uh, the Saints and the Saints and the Packers would have an equal record, and I think it would go would still go to the Packers. Oh wow. 
right. that's what I was that's what I was reading. So yeah, so give me the Saints here again to take care of business, handle handle what they need to handle against the Carolina Panthers, and then figure out the, the back end uh, with Green Bay and um, and Seattle after that. So I'm going to take the Saints, and I'm going to take the over here as well. All right, and. Three for three. I'm going to Saints and over in this one. They're going to lock it up. They're going to try to quit. Alvin Kamara news is definitely something to motivate them even more. Just like Malik said, hopefully they can get that first round, that first round by so we can actually see a good playoff game. But I'm definitely going to take Saints and over in this one. All right. Next up, we got the LA Chargers visiting the Kansas City Chiefs. Actually, are they visiting the Chiefs? I don't even know. Yes, they are. They're visiting the Chiefs. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Uh, are they? Let me check. Are the Chargers at home? Mm, Chargers are, yes, they're visiting. They're visiting Casey. They're visiting Kansas City. Kansas City's mm-hmm. resting everybody because they already don't have one loss. So they're 14 and one team. Anthony Lynn is coaching for his job, and I don't even know if a win will save him. Uh, Justin Herbert is playing amazing. Kansas City's resting most of their starters. They're getting, they're giving three and a half points to over under 44. Give me the Chargers and the over. And. Yeah, I'm going to go with um, Casey on this one. And even though Anthony Lynn can play for his job all he wants, he's gonna he's not going to be the coach of next year. Black Monday's coming. He's going to be gone, unfortunately, for him. But wow. Bad definitely, for us. Yeah, that's what it, it happens. That's he's what they call it. Work. I can't say that's what they call it, whatever. No, yeah, that's what, they, that's what they call it. I hate that, but you know, that's basically what it is. Mm-hmm. And it's not because of – anyway, let me just move on from that topic. Um, I'm going to say it's not because he's, he's a black head coach. No, no, no. It's not, it's not because he's black. It's because he sucks. <laughs> it, it's just something that they use. is uh, Mostly it's more tied to, I believe, it was Wall Street when they had the Black Monday on that in the history. I blame of them for not moving on from Phillip Rivers too soon enough. And then not getting – but it did help him get Justin Herbert because he sucked so much last year. So there's that. Right. But I'm definitely going with Casey on this one. I'm going with Casey on the under this one. I don't think they're going to get 44 points. I think he's just going to put them away and call it a day on this one. All right, Malik. Yep, I'll take the Chargers here. Um, I think this is a you know this is a game where where you know like you said they're playing for Anthony Lynn's job. I think the players the players genuinely like Anthony Lynn. He's had some really bad luck um, over the past two years. You know yeah. his best defensive player, Derwin James, has not played in two seasons, um, and you know, so much of what they do defensively caters around his ability to you know be disruptive. Um, both in the box, but also as a cover, as a cover safety in the back. You know, if not for him being out, I think that there will be a serious conversation between whether him or Jamal Adams are the best safety in, in football. Derwin James um, opted out, right? No, he was he got injured. Oh, he 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 ripped up his knee. Um, oh. So again, unfortunately, he may never be the same again. But when he was you know at his best, playing at his best, he was you know hands down one of the top two safeties in the game uh, next to Jamal Adams. Um, so it's just some. Un- unfortunate situations with injuries and um you know just just player movement and stuff like that with the chargers have you know marred anthony lynn's tenure there and so again i think that they 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 like him um the team seems to like him uh the players are playing hard for him you know he's just had not had great luck great success there and so maybe they bring him back just because of that um because he has a good a good connection with justin herbert who is the franchise quarterback um, so I could see a, a situation where they bring him back for at least one more year to see how it goes with a, with a healthier team. Um, but at the very least, I think that this is a game where Chargers come in, get a victory, um, you know, get a victory against a, t- a KC team that's playing their backups and just, uh, you know, ends the season on a high note for them while KC gets ready for um, the playoffs. So give me, give me the Chargers and I will take 
the over as well here. All right. And we have the Sunday night football finale on NBC. With all the playoff matches, matchups being decided, this game could be – this game won't be for the division, correct? Wait, it could if, be. If Dallas loses, this game is for the division. If Dallas right. loses to the Giants, which is highly unlikely in my opinion, with this two-and-a-half-point spread with the Washington football team giving two-and-a-half points to the Philadelphia Eagles – I'm still wondering who their quarterback is going to be, considering that they've actually lost the last game or two games, not playing. They won one game without him, and then they lost the last two without playing Carson Wentz. I don't know if he's ever going to get a starting job back. I don't know if they've kind of decided to move on, but he still has $50 million in guaranteed money, I believe. Something crazy like that, 55. And everybody thought it was a good deal when they gave it to him. Uh, This game could be for the division, which would be very exciting to see. Either way, Regardless of what that happens, I don't know who the quarterback for Washington is going to be. I don't know if Alex Smith is healthy enough. If he was, he probably would have played last week. Dwayne Haskins is gone. I don't think the guy behind him is very good if they thought Haskins was better. Haskins was better, I should say. And their star rookie running back is back. He's playing very well. I think the Eagles are actually going to win this game. It was their last game at home. They're playing for their coach that got them the Super Bowl win, and they're still pretty nostalgic about that. I don't know how many of those players are left. But Deshaun Jackson is healthy. And Deshaun Jackson is a game changer. He has been healthy, basically. He's played four games or three games in the past two seasons for them since coming back. The Eagles getting two and a half at home. Give me the birds and the over, 43 and a half. Malik. Yep, so just wanted, I just wanted to lay the – just put a quick correction here. Actually, this game is for the division because if Washington wins, they win the division, regardless of what Dallas does. Oh, so, next, so the Eagles have uh, to knock them out. Yeah. So the Eagles, are, yeah. <clears throat> the Eagles are mathematically out. Um, yes, they can't win, can't win anything. Um, but if Washington wins, they get the division, regardless of what the Cowboys or Giants game, regardless of what happens in the Cowboys or Giants game. The Cowboys so need to, yeah, the Cowboys need to win and they need Washington to lose. The okay. Giants need to win and they need Washington to lose. So basically, if Washington loses, whomever wins this, that Cowboys Giants game gets it. But if Washington wins, they win the division. And because of that, I'm going to take the Washington football team to win this game and win the division. Um, I, I, I want to see the Alex Smith um, story live on mm. in a, in a playoff, with, with a playoff scenario. I want to see the Ron Rivera story live on um, in, with a playoff victory here. And despite all the craziness that's happened with that Washington football team this year, uh, with the name change and the scandals and everything, it would just be fitting for them to uh, end the season with a, a victory and a playoff berth. So give me Washington, and I will take the under here, uh, 43 and a half. So I'll take the Washington, the Washington football team. I'd just like to reiterate, um, knowing Philly fans and how petty the city of Philadelphia is as a whole, they would win this game just to knock Washington out, even if it gets the, even if it gets the Cowboys in, and it is always sunny in Philadelphia. So I'm still sticking by Eagles. And yeah, I'm gonna go Washington in this one. I'm gonna go Washington with the over. Um, I'm just looking at this. The Eagles are most likely to sit out some players as well. They're showing Fletcher Cox, Miles Sanders, Derek Bennett, Dallas Gordet, Deshaun Watson, Richard Rogers. Deshaun Watson. Yeah, Deshaun Houston. Watson is likely to sit out as well. Jackson. Deshaun Jackson. Deshaun Jackson, my fault. Gotcha. But um So they're not trying to play spoilers, what you're saying. They're not trying to play spoilers and I think they try just trying to get get their players healthy and just move on to the season. So does that mean Carson Wentz is gonna play? 
I don't know. They might just still they might still just play Jeremy Hurts just to see it's what happens. For a trade, a trade, uh, to be a trade asset, exactly. Potentially. So they need him to play well, and they need to do as best they can in this game. So I guess I take back what I said about Deshaun Jackson being a difference. The rest of the receivers are still going to be playing. So okay. Yeah, but yeah, definitely give me um Washington and the over in this one. I still think they, I still think these points can actually add up to over forty three and a half. Gotcha, gotcha. And I'm actually gonna make this my lock of the week as well, my final lock of the week. All right. That is it for week seventeen for the Sports Gods Pick Show. Thank you for listening to us all season. We'll be back with our playoff picks following this. And to my Bears, I hope y'all win. Shout outs to them. Shout out to Mr. Krabisky and David Montgomery and my favorite wide receiver right now, which is not all Sean Jeffrey as it used to have been, but my man, Allen Robinson, second. Malik. Uh, yeah, shout out. Well, you know what? Shout out to the Buffalo Bills for doing what the world, what the entire NFL world <laughs> wanted to have done last shout week. Out to so petty. <laughs> Yeah. And, and bumping, bumping the bumping the Patriots for being able to make it to the playoffs. Just just a season without the New England Patriots in the playoff bracket. It just feels right again. The world feels right again. Things just feel good. Um, and so yeah, just shout out to the Buffalo Bills for doing that. And then and then you know, huge, 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 major shout outs again to Alex Smith and and his comeback. You know, this has been a great. Uh, great story yes. for him. And again, like, you know, just hearing, just seeing him back out there in the field. I've never been a huge fan of Alex Smith, but I've been rooting for him silently, you know, this year just to see, you know, how well he's doing. And he's one of those things where every time he takes a hit, you're like, wait, is he okay? Is he, is he good? <laughs> <laughs> but he gets up every time and uh, he's just showing that resiliency. So, yeah, again, that's why I'm kind of pulling for them to, to, to win and, and make it into the playoffs just, just to extend this, this story for him a little bit because he may, he may decide to hang him up after this. So we'll never know. Yeah, he is 36. 2004, first overall pick. Damn. Yeah, I'd like to give a shout-out to Justin Fields because looking at this game right here, right now, Ohio, as we recorded this, Ohio right, State is really? at 49 to 28. And Justin Fields is actually showing that, you know. So now, so now you're off the Trevor Lawrence train because Justin Fields no, no, no. a good game. Well, there is no, no train for Trevor Lawrence. It's over. It's not, a, it's not that I'm on his, his train or not. It's just that it, I'm shouting out Justin Fields only because he actually has proven that he can actually be at the same level as uh, Trevor Lawrence in the eye, eyes of the own. It's the one – game that's all he needs that's all he needs do you know who the quarterback do you know who the starting quarterback was for ohio state when they won the national championship not really it was that's the, okay wow it was six years ago it was um who's that dude who ended up getting into the nfl draft now you make me forget i think he's not even in the nfl anymore is it cj oh man Wait, you're talking about not Braxton Miller? No, not Braxton Miller. Not the, he, Braxton Miller came as the NFL as a wide receiver because they said he couldn't play quarterback. It was the other guy. Right, but he was the quarterback of Ohio State. No, he was hurt that season. When they won the, when they won the championship, Braxton Miller had gotten hurt, and they brought oh, in somebody you're, else, you're not, and Haskins backed him up. You're talking up. about Cardell Jones. Cardell Jones, thank you. Cardell, Cardell Jones, Jones came in, yeah. won two games, and it was like, oh, he's going to crush it in the NFL. And then it was like, huh? Who? And he's – Exactly. And I think career. he's calling Ohio State football. He's well, the only reason I really bring him up is because right the thing is that 
think he the reason is. why I brought up Justin Fields on this one is because he was up there with Trevor Lawrence. They kept on saying the 1A, whatever. And then after he had a bad game, they just shot him down to third, fourth place all of a sudden. But now he's actually doing his thing. You know, shout-outs to him. He's doing his thing for this game. Hopefully, you know, he has a good NFL career no matter where he goes. Shout-out to all the players in the NFL and to these college guys trying to get in. Show me something oh, when definitely. you get here, okay? Um, I don't want to hear what you did in college. Jared Patterson, I hope you crush it in the NFL. I hope you become this generation's Darren Sproles. That would be another feather on the cap at the University of Buffalo. Shout-outs to them. Shout-outs to them winning their next their two bowl games in a row and maybe next year getting into a bigger bowl game. And for me, finally getting past Anthony and coming in the second place this week on the season with 65 wins. Shout out to <laughs> I don't know. And I'll run down our season records right here. I should have done the top of the show, but I'm going to do it right now. I am in second place with 65 wins and 78 losses at 45% solid. Malik is in first place with 67 wins and 76 losses, 47%, even better. And Ant is bringing up the rear with 61 wins and 82 losses after going Four and twelve last week. For some reason, I think I'm going to be number one at the end of this. What that? We agree or two of these. That would be very tough, sir. Very tough for you to jump over me, but we'll see. Technically tied, but like I don't know. It's it's unlikely that I catch Malik, but stranger things have happened. And please keep following us on Podbean uh, at Sports Gods Picks on Twitter at uh, Google Play Podcasts or Google Podcasts. Now, now I believe it is. And also, you can find us on TuneIn Radio and Pandora. I think we're on Pandora. I think we, I got us in on there. And Podcast Addict. And that is it for this week. Thank you, listeners. Peace. Happy New Year, everybody. Peace. Happy, Happy New, New Year, Year, y'all. 2021.